Oh, for them gray. 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 For real, Christian. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Trash. It's not. Tr- don't be like those people who think it's trash. I mean, I don't think it's trash, but why would you open up the podcast with because that? Because we, I have Chicago running through my veins. But so it's plenty of things that you could have chosen. But this is a Chicago that. song. No, it's not. Yes, it oh is. Oh, my God. I want that song at my funeral. No, you crazy as hell. Babe, I That's want that song happening. at my funeral. No. Please. No. My future children, when you listen to this episode, no. please make no. sure that it's sung at my no. funeral. Preferably no. by my own children. No. <laughs> Preferably. No. If not, I'm pretty sure I will have a friend no. who has who can sing who can do that. You, none of your friends going to do this because I ain't no I'll be rich and famous by the end. That ain't so happening. I probably know Drake, so Bad. Drake can sing it. No. no, even better, Future. I want Future to sing that at my So funeral. you want a non-Chicago person to sing it you at your point. funeral? You got a point. Let's have... Tink and Drizzy sing it at the same time. For real, time. they won't. They don't even like each other. By then, they've been beefing what for if, what us. What if I correct their beef? What if I get famous oh, and be like, God. and get them on the podcast, and they can literally squash it on the podcast? And then I tell them, my funeral, I want y'all to sing a duet. No, I'm falling them great. No. Well, this is another episode of No Chill on the Podcast. This is episode mm. nineteen. Yes, I was about to say. I, I, I thought you said I was wrong. I'm like, nah. I thought I was right. But yeah, this is episode 19 of uh, No Chill on the Podcast. It's your boy, Chris J. And it's your girl, Kenny G. What's up, y'all? All right. So, once again, a lot has gone on. And if you wanted to know where that beautiful song, as I would call the part of Chicago's gospel, came from, check out Corporate. Uh, Real Chicago nigga right there. Always bring some funny, funny Chicago be like dramas on his Facebook page and Twitter page, Instagram page. So check him out. Corporate. You'll probably still see him around the Chicago hoods, but he's out here doing his thing. Shout out to my man's corporate. But we have a lot to talk about. And where should we start off from? Like, we want to start with the Nikki versus Cardi B and Amigos team or where we want to go with this? I want to start out with myself. What do you mean yourself? I got a new car. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought we did. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yes, we do have a new car. Don't tell them what kind of car it is. Yeah, it's none of y'all business, but we do have a new car. Well, people already, anybody that's friends with you on Facebook already know what kind of car it is. Because you just. I didn't. To, the, only only one person just knew what kind of car it was off of You put it on there, babe, because it's a you picture. like to you like to share things with the world. Yes. Like I want people to know that God is real and blesses us. Okay. Exactly. We have a testimony that need that somebody would love to hear. So deal with it. But okay. you should be happy you got a vocal husband. So mm, but yeah, we I mean, Yes you do. Yeah. You wouldn't be doing this podcast. Yeah. You wouldn't even actually tell me to do, I would not be having the free reign to do this, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, appreciate those who did support us, been there for us, and even showed us love in terms of a new car, I am so happy. 
since I'm finally driving a car in this decade, <laughs> actually. Hey. Like, literally. Hey, it's, chill. What, what do you chill. mean? Chill. What do you mean chill? Don't try to shit on. I'm not. My old car. No, I, like that veil was going strong. And even before my Cadillac hit his last legs, it was still going strong. Around, like at least two weeks before, after it gets fixed. And then some life will happen. But it don't, ain't it beautiful at least own a car in this decade at least? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. It, it's a huge difference in all of that. And it's good to just have your phone connect to Bluetooth. Like literally. <laughs> but... And them heated seats. And she got her heated seats, whoop, y'all. Whoop. Like if you, you, if and to everybody that told me that I couldn't and wouldn't get heated seats, here's a big F you to you. Because I got my heated seats. Yes. And even I was amongst the minority saying it, yep. it wasn't necessary, but I it used the feature necessary. often. You sure do. It's just too comfortable. Warm it booty. It can be. Warm booty. Yeah. But yeah. But if y'all want to uh, race us down 95th Street, I am always down for uh, street races down 95th Street. First to get arrested by Evergreen Park Police, loses. <laughs> <laughs> well, either that, you either get arrested by uh, Evergreen Park Police or you make it to 95th and Western safely. That's the rule. <laughs> so from Chicago Ridge Mall all the way to uh, 95th and Western. I just want to say you kind of trash for not opening up this episode of the podcast with something from Invasion of Privacy. You you kind of trash for that. You no, know, this is a Chicago First podcast, right? I don't care. I don't this care. This is a Chicago you First podcast. You kind of trash for not opening up the podcast with something from Invasion of Privacy. Well, Nicki Minaj is pretty dang trash for not showing love for Invasion of Privacy. I don't care about her. I'm talking to you about you. To you. Too boo. Yeah, see. But, <laughs> so, on the topic of invasion of privacy, before we actually sl- uh, slander Nicki Minaj for not showing love to it, uh, you want to give your thoughts, feelings about the uh, album itself? Sure. The highly acclaimed, highly hyped album? Well, let me just say that I've been rocking with Cardi for a while now since Gangsta Bitch Volume 1. Um, and honestly, I wasn't expecting a lot from the album. Like I knew that there were going to be a few bops on there. Um, but I didn't really think that I was going to vibe with the whole album because I didn't really know if she could put like a full project together that would truly keep me interested. Cause even with her mixtapes, like I was vibing to, it was like some bops on there, but I never like downloaded the whole thing. Um, so what but I still went into it like with an open mind, like, you know what, let me listen to it, see what it do. Let me tell you something. From beginning to end, like I was vibing. Like even when she released Be Careful as a single, I was kinda skeptical because I'm just like, eh. But in the scheme of the album, I do I do like Be Careful more. But I just really enjoy Invasion of Privacy, like, from beginning to end. Like, it was just, I was vibing the the whole time. So I'm very, 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 very happy for Barty because her album slaps. So out of 1 through 10, what would you give it? Mm, 8.5. Why 8.5? Uh, I mean, 
Because even though I like the whole album and it's a it's a cohesive album, I just, I'm not, like, the Chance song, I'm still kind of on the fence on. Um, and what's that other song? I, st- I still am not really a fan of Barty or Cardi. Um, and then what's, I'm trying to figure out if it's the song with, Kalani or SZA that I don't really like. Oh. Yeah, make it ring, ring, ring. I don't know. It's one of those songs that I'm not really completely sold on. So that's why I give it like an eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Now for me, this is like my first time actually listening to a whole Cardi D, Cardi B project. Like, I like I followed. Like, my wife is a big fan. So, I will occasionally listen, and, like, I really didn't seriously take her serious as a rapper. Like, I didn't know of her until Love & Hip Hop. So, most time we see somebody on Love & Hip Hop do their thing, is like, why, God? Mm-hmm. Why? But I didn't really talk, start taking her legitly seriously as a rapper until Bodak Yellow came out. And, like, that was legit cold. Like, she was legit spitting. And all of that, but and Bodak Yellow still slap. Yeah, it's still a hard track. Like that's probably like she's gonna have a tough time trying to top that. Like that's gonna be something that's gonna people gonna always go back to, especially. Yep, but let me finish giving my take. I, thank you. But like she has stuff that slaps though. But I don't think there's anything that will. Top like the hype and just the popularity that Bodak Yellow brought to her, so that's mm-hmm. gonna. I feel like she has like like she has good like powerful like songs on there like Bickenhead like that like that's that's legit cold and shout out to every artist that's showing love to Memphis and Three Six Mafia like it's a lot of I guess that's the influence of 2018 is Three Six Mafia shout out to everybody that's doing it remember Drake did it first, um, <laughs> but um, Drake stands never stop. Yep, we don't. But I ain't waiting for a Drake album. I can't wait. But anyway, so overall, like it's like as I listened to it, I was like, okay, like you could hear, you could hear, like her. You could. It's like it made me really take her serious as a rapper. Like at first, I thought she was just like, okay, I'm just doing this and all of that. But and like, but now I could legit say, okay, she's really serious about this rap thing. Like she's actually. Going out her way to actually like make legit good rap songs. She's legit trying to spit some bars and all. And it's, it's some it's some decent lines on there, no lie. Like and then like all of her like every song I could sit here and say is decent outside of the Chance song, which is legit ass. I still don't <laughs> like that Chance song is ass. Like I feel like that was forced. Like when I saw Chance on the feature list, I was like, this is this is like with everything that this album is because every single song. Yeah, even like the love songs or like the bitter, bitter songs and all of that. It's like literally, I'm sorry, like they flow, but that chant song is ass. It hurts my Chicago soul to say that that song is ass, but that song is ass. It just doesn't fit. Mm, I don't know, man. It doesn't fit. It's ass. It's not. Ass. It's ass. <laughs> it's ass. 
It's okay. It's fine. No, like it's fine. That chance song is ass. I really wasn't the biggest fan of the Kalani or SZA song. I feel like those were just like well, more like the SZA song. More like the Kalani song is decent, but the SZA song, especially for it to be the outro track, because it's that's one thing about the album. It just felt like it ended abruptly. Like the scissor song felt like it didn't feel like an outro track, but so overall, like it's a it's a, like say it's like I've been telling people it's it's a non Chicago decent. It's a non Chicago decent. You have to explain that to <sighs> listeners. Oh that yeah, are not oh yeah, from I do have Chicago. listeners not from Chicago. So decent Chicago means like legit is good, like legit good, great sometimes, most of the time actually. So that's what like if you hear Chicago per se, yo, it's decent. Like, that means it's legit good. Like, it's legit. Now, a non-Chicago decent is like, it's cool. Like, it's cool. Like, I can vibe. Like, I'm vibing a little bit, but it's not. it didn't capture me, if that makes sense. So, like, I hear loads of potential, though. Like, I hear the potential, but it's just like, like, for her, this would be her first full, like, album. It's It says a lot. Like... It says a lot, honestly. So, it's a fake Chicago decent, so like a 7, 6.8. 6.8? Decent. Not Chicago decent. It's like, it's like we can go to a, a suburban place to get some chicken. It's going to be, it's not Chicago decent, it's decent. <laughs> Luxury apartments. I'm young and I'm heartless. So yeah, Bickenhead so, is probably my favorite. Yeah, Bickenhead is gonna be like the slapper of the album. Like that's not Bodak Yellow. That and and, and I, I like it. Oh yeah, and that's I like, like it song. Like yeah. I, that song is legit. And Moneybag. Moneybag is like Bodak Yellow with a techno ass beat. That's fine. But the best song is Drip Drip and Take Off had the best verse in the whole album. It's okay for everybody to admit that Take Off had the best verse on the whole album. I mean, I'm standing by that. Chicago, nah, no, yeah, that's you know. So yeah. Anyway, so moving on on the Cardi B versus we're going to the Nicki Minaj. But big props to Cardi on a successful album. Yeah, it's very successful. Like it's it met it met up to like what I wouldn't like say I was like I didn't go in with no expectations, but she earned my respect. And congratulations on the baby. And you just live your best life out here, sis. Yep, because at the end of the day, you got you got this. Haters gonna be mad. And speaking of haters, Nicki Minaj is a hater. The biggest hater of them all. Like Nicki Minaj is pressed, just like she said in her own song, own, own verse on Motorsport that she supposed that she did change actually. Yeah. Shout out to DJ Academics. It's the only goddamn time you're getting a positive shout out on my goddamn show. <laughs> but shout out to DJ Academics for for, put, for actually playing the OG version of her verse, which is actually a lot better. Because if I'm, as we go a little further into this topic, I will explain why Nikki's full of shit. Go ahead. But anyway, so it, pretty much this past Thursday on, what was that? Today's Sunday, so the twelfth, yeah, April twelfth. It was what we call Nikki Day. So Nikki Day, why? Because Nicki Minaj dropped two songs, both uh, fake Chicago decent. Yeah, literally both. 
literally, I was not impressed. Yeah, me neither. Not at all. Like she, it was cool. But it was cool. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, so Nikki had a, a interview on Zane Lowe on Beats One Radio, and she pretty much like. For one, that interview really kind of made me really, really realize that she is a very insecure little-ass woman. <laughs> like, she really is. And she just says some dumb stuff. And the one her fan base is stupid. Because she's stupid. Chill. I'm sorry, but her fan base is really stupid. Chill. Okay. But, going on. So, one thing that re- I just want to get this out the way. You do not give that judge who put Meek in jail and say she did no wrong. This judge literally tried to put Meek in jail mm-hmm. after his char- the charges that he did. He did do stupid stuff against self-arrested, but the charges were immediately dropped. But this woman was also trying to get get extort him to, into doing stuff that he had no business doing just so she can give him a break. And I feel like that's bullshit. And that's why literally everybody's been getting this judge up out of here for the longest. Mm-hmm. And if you got white people sitting there saying like, yo, this judge is wrong, free meek, you're fucking up. If you got Beyonce saying in the streets hollering free meek, that's how you know. You're wrong. Literally. Shout out to so, Queen B. So, Nikki, you literally going against Beyonce. So, AK, you're going against Beehive. So, rest in <laughs> peace to your very much, to your very insecure soul. But... You don't sit there and say she did no wrong. I think that was just her showing bitterness towards Meek and, yeah. I, and all that. I feel like Meek, at no point after they break up, Meek said anything I feel like over the top disrespectful. At no point, I believe. So, moving on to the main thing. So, the beginning of the interview was really decent. Like, okay. And then they it gets to Cardi B. <laughs> and then literally she starts crying. Why would you cry? Saying, at no point did... Cardi B ever sit there and show me any love, like genuine love, at no point. So, for people who don't listen to, like, well, to Nikki Stance, who only listen to her interviews, or people who don't even really listen to interviews of artists at all, who just listen to music, that is a kind of triggering kind of statement. Because, in a way, now you're trying to get people to sit there and actually believe the fact that Cardi B is actually out here hating when Lily. I've Kenny listens to a lot of Cardi B interviews. I catch them where I can catch them. I can mostly catch highlights. But every time that they try to start off, and this shows how smart Cardi B is, and also how smart her team is, at least trying to protect her, and she's protecting herself because literally, you know how social media is, and you also know how some certain insecure little uh, fake artists are. Littlest thing could be twisted and turned to beef. And and Cardi B, Cardi B, literally said on Love and Hip Hop. That if you have beef with her, it's forever. Mm-hmm. That's my sound too. So, if you beef with me, we gonna be forever. Exactly. And so Cardi B don't want those. Like she, and then there's an interview where literally Cardi B says she she knows that Nicki's a legend. Respect. Literally, she got none but love for Nicki. No problems. Every time there's a question saying, "Hey, do you and Nicki talk?" She literally just says, "Yeah, we speak." Nothing. Like it's literally quick and abrupt, and like let's move on. Like literally, they the interviewer will try to squeeze more out of her, but literally she plays it super smart, and I respect her for that. Mm-hmm. Because literally, she doesn't really have a relationship with Nikki. It's just like, hey, okay, cool. So anyway, so then Nikki then, as she's crying, lying, and all of that, makes it seem like Cardi B's out here trying to hate on her. 
or say have no respect for her. Then she goes on and tries to get Quavo out of here by trying to make Quavo seem like the bad guy. Now, when I think I talked about this in an earlier episode when Motorsport dropped, there was originally a Nicki and Quavo song that ended up turning into a Migos plus Cardi B song. And people always, and literally, it's, I think it's on record that Quavo asked for Nicki's permission. Mm-hmm. It's on record. Mm-hmm. And so they're moving on. She may seem like that, and then she gets mad at Cardi for saying that Nikki changed her verse. And this goes into why I gave DJ Academics respect, because I heard it from him. He So, pretty much that Nikki actually did change her verse. And I think they actually talked about it a little bit from on Everyday Struggle, where Academics said it sounds a little different from what he originally heard. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much... So Nikki's verse is actually quite different from what Cardi originally heard, from what Quavo and her, or what Cardi B at least originally heard before the full song dropped, and all of that, where certain words were changed up and all of that. Because actually, she gave Cardi B a shout out on the song. Oh yeah, she gave her a <laughs> shout out. Yes, where literally Nikki said, where when Nikki says, where we're on the official version, Nikki says. Quavo is the QB and she's Nikki Lombardi. You know, it should be the other way around. Quavo is Lombardi and she's the QB. But anyway, let's let that slide. She says Cardi is the QB and she's Nikki Lombardi. She changed it. Shout out to DJ Academics. And then literally his reaction was just the same as mine. What the fuck? <laughs> so who told her to take Cardi's name out? I think Nikki herself said did it. Because, oh, okay. like, Nikki was trying to blame Atlantic, Quavo, and everybody, but I feel like that wasn't even considered a diss. If anything, I was right. like, a, if that's what she that's... said, then who would tell her to take that out? Exactly. Because, if anything, if I'm Atlantic, if I'm QC and all of them, I'll be like, perfect. Say her name. Right. Please say her name. You saying <laughs> right. Cardi's name is a big look. Right. So, I guess somebody in Nikki's team must have said, Girl, what's oh, what's you? You don't give, if you give her that shout out, you're literally saying you acknowledge her as your equal. Mm-hmm. Well, not an equal in a sense, but I literally, mean, but, hey. but you're acknowledging her and her skill because literally and all of that. So she changes to Quavo, which now when you actually think about it, it the line actually sounds more stupid. Yeah. And all, it just sounds more stupid and all of that. So, so yeah. So then Nikki gets on a rampage on Twitter trying to go in on Quavo, but then I guess. Uh, they put her in her place nice and smooth. Yeah, she put out a little video with him in it. Exactly. Literally, because I guess she realized, oh, crap, I need Quavo for this album. I get, like, it's just irritating to me because this is the same thing that happened with Nikki and Lil' Kim. Yep. And my thing is, Nikki want all of these new girls to like kiss her, kiss ass. her ass, but I don't feel like they need to do that. Like Nikki, when she started prospering, it really wasn't like any or a lot of mainstream female artists that were out here prospering. Like it was like, Kim. It Kim was, was just barely relevant. Right. Keep it, G. it was like some, like, of course it was like local people that were like in their city doing their thing. But when Nikki like really started like popping off, 
it wasn't really anybody competing with her. So, of course, it was easy for her to take the lane and just run with it. But the thing is, like, Cardi, even though she she rap, I don't put her up there with Nikki, even though Nikki been trash for a while. I don't put her, I don't listen to Cardi to hear punchlines or lyrics. Now, I will say in this album, she did, I don't know if she wrote it or if her team wrote it. She or also her writer team. Right. Yeah. Whoever was writing her stuff gave her a couple of punchlines, but I don't listen to Cardi to be like, oh man, I can't wait to hear what lyrical venom she gonna shoot at me in this album. Nah, I don't listen to Cardi for that. I listen to her because I know she gonna give me some some bops, a couple of ratchet anthems, some the some for me to do my little two step to. I listen to Nicki for her lyrics because I've been rock, I've been rocking with Nicki <laughs> since "Beat Me Up, Scotty." So I know that Nicki got them them punchlines and them zingers. But for Nicki to just be out here per- perpetuating the standard that anybody should be bowing down to her, come on, sis, we we better than that. We've reached uh we've reached the pinnacle of time where. These girls don't have to bow down to you. Like, should they disrespect you and come at your neck for no reason? No. But should they bow down to you and kiss your ass? No. Are you mad because she Cardi getting a whole lot of love out here? Yes. But get over that because people love you. Hell, you got a song with Beyonce. Literally, you you have a song with Beyonce. So you really, you was on stage dancing back and forth with Beyonce. That's you, you there, Nikki, you're there. You don't have to compete with Cardi and Cardi not trying to compete with you. Cardi just out here, a a Bronx chick living her best life and everything that she gets, she surprised. And guess what? She keep going. And that's why people are going to champion her. But Nikki, the more you act like a little brat, you going people gonna start falling off because your music is already not at the standard that we used to. Your lyrics are already falling off. How many more times can you say these people are my sons? How many more ass eating lines do you have? So you gotta chill. Stop doing all of that baby stuff. Stop doing all that crying or whatever. Girl, just chill. Damn. Facts. Cause all I know is if Nikki tried to pull this stunt with like somebody like Tink or Dreezy from Chicago, a Chicago artist, they probably whoop her ass on sight. Right? Cause listen, if you beef with some Chicago chicks, you already said hot sauce and ketchup, nigga. Like that's all. The and we, we need. right, and we gave you a pass for that lyric since you're not from the city. But you gotta chill, Nikki. You gotta get over there. You need some prayer. You need some. You need some. Do you, you have any friends? Team. She needs a better friend. Do you have any friends like for real female girlfriends that's that you be in a group chat with and no. you be saying some of this stuff and they be like, come on, sis, you know better than that. Because if you don't, that's probably your problem right there. Because if you got real friends, they will not let, be letting you out here be reckless like this. You just out here, bro. That's crazy. Yep. And. Literally, it's it's sad because literally like Nikki's at a point of her career where it's like she could take notes from Drake. Drake knows he's bulletproof. Man. Drake knows he's bulletproof. 
And Nikki, on the other hand, is like, she literally reacts to stuff like she knows. Like, she isn't bulletproof, but literally you are. You've been still, you, we let you slide by being number one female rapper in the game mm-hmm. for literally a little over a decade mm-hmm. now. And you and for like the past five years, <laughs> we've been letting you get by with trash bars. And yes, it's and literally, it, I ain't gonna. I can literally sit and say that Nicki Minaj is not even the best female rapper currently. Like Nicki still has. I, do I believe Nicki still has it in her to be one yes. of the best female rappers easily? But I would easily put Dreezy over her right now. Dreezy, I think right now can go bar to bar with Nicki. That's and that's part of that's Chicago favoritism. <laughs> honestly, Chicago a part, partly. <laughs> But I could sit here and honestly feel like that Nikki, I mean, Dreezy could go head to head with Nikki. And we still kind of, I feel like we kind of don't give Missy enough credit to. I think Missy's still technically. Elliot? Yeah, Elliot. I think Missy, like, if she really wants to sit and spit, she could still probably, she she could probably watch Nikki. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, Missy is kind of the most underappreciated female rapper ever. Almost. Uh, I think it's mainly. Uh, uh, I think, I think bar for bar. I think it, I, I feel like Missy's very underappreciated. As a rapper, yes. As an artist, no. I think. I think. Missy gets her credit for like her videography and like her style. Um, but as as a rapper, she don't really she don't get enough credit, I feel. I feel like I mean, tell <laughs> what's the hottest bar Missy ever said though? Now why you always putting on blast when it comes because I, because babe when you make these statements you have to you have to stand by you have to defend your point because like Missy is very underappreciated though. Give me the coldest bar you ever heard Missy say. Is it worth it? Let me work that's, it. That's put a my, <laughs> put my that's thing that's down. Flip. But that's that's how people think about Missy. Is your and flip it fling yet? So I'm saying, give me a bar. Okay, you got a point. See, I can't think of the top of my head, but literally, you know, I'm bad at thinking. But literally, if I'm pretty sure if I was to sit and go through a Missy Elliott marathon, I could come up with enough proof that Missy can go head to head. Okay, we will. How about this? We will table that for the next episode of the okay. podcast, and you better come with your lyrics. I will. Okay. Right. But I feel like Lil' Kim could yeah, Lil Kim, give yeah. Nikki some ether. Remy could give Nikki some ether. Yeah, we already know Remy did it already. So <laughs> I'm saying like... And that, and to me, this is when I said when Nikki doesn't realize how bulletproof she is. Remy literally got dragged the ass. Yes, she did. Dragged. And then she put out, I don't want no thoughts. I don't want no... And then she came out with that weak ass bop. And later she came out with that weak ass bop, like immediately afterwards. And used Drake to try to save her. I know. And that and, and I really only like that little hook because them lyrics was trash. Ass. <laughs> I guess ass is the word of the day, huh? Yes. But, but yeah, like I honestly legit feel like Nikki just needs to grow up. She and does I, need to. But grow she's up. literally pressed. 
she she's pressed in. I get it. Like when it comes to rap, I don't know why it's just this thing where it can only be one. But it's not just rap. It's when it comes to women. And that's something I was gonna bring. I feel up. like it, not even not in R and B. Like we, you can literally have legit arguments that Rihanna and Beyonce no because on the fan base. because every time a woman artist drops something and just like when be, when I forgot who dropped first Rihanna when she dropped uh, Lemonade came out first. Okay, so when you sure? I'm pretty sure Lemonade came out first. What it's okay, so it's a woman thing because I don't I don't remember who dropped first between um Rihanna's uh what's the name of that damn anti anti and Beyonce's lemonade. And I still believe that's a, it's better than lemonade. Honestly. You gotta chill, babe. But stick it to that opinion. <laughs> and you are in the very small minority. And I'm fine with that. You. <sighs> Do we really have to? Okay. No, we're not. I see the next episode is going to be a pure music discussion. Hmm. Maybe I get Chastity on this episode too. Sure. I'll work, see what I can do. Sure. But it's like anytime one woman drops and another one drops right afterwards, it's always uh, p- pulling them against each other. It, it's not just rap. It's women in general. People, y'all, men, women got to put us against each other and it doesn't it's not necessary more than one woman can prosper at a time and i agree like i'm not saying that that can't happen and i feel like that has to change especially more in rap i agree r&b is a little bit more but it's just i feel like r&b is just who's people just debate on who's better than other more than anything like because literally like rihanna and beyonce coexist and they don't throw no shade yeah and Rihanna was jamming at Baychella last night. Ah, see? Exactly. And they haven't even made a song. Could you imagine if they actually stole Chris Brown's idea and went on tour together? <laughs> That'd be lit. I'd pay for that concert ticket. I will be willing to go. Because mm. you know I like Rihanna. Mm, do you? Yes. How you like Rihanna? Not more than I like you. I didn't ask you that. You find her attractive? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Look, you don't have to worry about a thing. I ain't worried about a damn thing. I'm just asking questions. Yeah. Matter of fact, I approve because you know what? I remember that there was a time when we first started dating that you liked uh, Chanel West Coast. Oh, God. And I almost broke up with you because of that. I'm glad you got over that. And then you like Janae Aiko until you found out she eat booty like groceries. And oh, that was just a very pure moment in my life when you, <laughs> you discovered when you heard that line and supposed to be. Um, that was a good torture point for me for a while. Uh, and then you got over that. So, I mean, I approve of Rihanna. She'll burn you with a cigarette. I mean, with a blunt. So... That's fine. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, where were we? So you, we were uh, talking about Cardi, Nikki. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but honestly, like, honestly, we just, I feel like when it comes to, like, women, like, we can have two queens of rap. I feel like it's possible. At this point, where we're going as a society, and mm-hmm. I know rap is literally, like, tries to 
well, it's just rap and nickery. So it's just mm-hmm. like we can only like you can't expect so much toxic. You're gonna expect toxic to be out of it, but I feel like at this point, especially with the current crop of like, it's a literally a nice wave of female rappers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot Rhapsody. Oh, that's my girl. Literally, I don't. Literally, oh, Rhapsody, now, Rhapsody, will Rhapsody would give yeah. Nikki that work. Yeah, Rhapsody would watch the hell out Shout of Shout out to Layla's Wisdom, because that album is still it's fire. Very underrated album. I only listened to it one time, but literally, it's not my cup of tea, but literally, it's a great ass album. Yeah, Rhapsody will give Nikki that work. Yeah, but it's... it's still call her a queen. Exactly. <laughs> so, literally, it's... But, yeah, but it's like, it's enough... It's it's so much of a positive... It's good for rap that there's a lot of good female rappers right now. Mm-hmm. And if you acting like, well, we only hear Nicki, it's because you don't do your thing. You don't listen to music. You don't listen to music. You listen to whatever's on the radio and you, or whatever social media hypes hey, up. Hey, and don't get it twisted because Beyonce, she got a couple bars in her. I don't, and I don't know who writes them, whether it's her herself <laughs> or it's Jay-Z. She got I some bars. I think Jay-Z literally gives Beyonce's best work lately. That's, she got some bars, and she'll probably she'll probably give Nikki a quick sixteen. I'm alive if she is if she, it literally if Beyonce was to get on like if they were to do like a quick like four song EP, and Beyonce was to wash her on three of the four songs. You know I how can't wait much... till Beyonce's concert on the run too when she went in one of her transitions. It's a Cardi B song. I can't wait. Cause I already know, I already know. I can't wait. Oh, that remix gonna pop up smooth as hell. Man, I can't wait. I already know she gonna use a Cardi B transition, and I I can't wait. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> that would really trigger Nicki even more. If yes, it would, and that's I, okay. That would trigger. The hell she need a hug. Maybe she, she needs. <laughs> maybe she needs to go on Ian Lewis or eat. <laughs> I really need to sit watch that episode. I need I was to catch watching. that episode. I need to catch that episode. I was watching episode. a clip. She said, read your lyrics to Dorothy Dandridge. And Hazel E like, pop it, pop it, pop it. Pop that booty. Pop that booty. Oh, man. I need to find she that. Said, I need to see. She said, what do you think? That means to Dorothy Dinges. <laughs> Read your lyrics to Rosa Parks. <laughs> I got everything I want. Everything. And what do you think Rosa Parks wanted to sit down on the bus? <laughs> I need this. I need to find this episode. <laughs> I might have to. We might gotta see this on the uh, on, on demand. We gotta watch I gotta that. see this on demand because I need to catch this episode. Because I already wanted to see it off the clip when she said when she told her uh, asked her about her tweet her what was it her tweet or uh, uh, Instagram uh, picture about uh, calling black women uh, what was it? That, I ain't gonna repeat it because it was very triggering. I ain't gonna repeat that. <laughs> Toxic ass bitch. I read, oh my god I read I read a tweet that said Hazel E got a lot of nerve when she got Shoulders on her face <laughs> I love niggas <laughs> So she got shoulders on her face I love niggas Black people are literally the best thing ever oh They should have never god. gave black people social media 
But you know what? I understand why, like, Cardi named her album Invasion of Privacy. And this could just be me. But it's like ever since, like, people are so obsessed with knowing all her private info. That's crazy to me. Like, even when the whole Nikki thing was happening the other day. And, like, on Twitter, like, her text messages with, uh, what's her fan's name? Uh, offset. offset, is it? Yeah, yeah. Offset. yeah. Her te- <laughs> they text messages leaked and people talking about like the way they talking like one. I don't second. think that was really they uh, text messages, honestly. Like, but it's just crazy because even if it wasn't, now people are under the assumption that that's their text messages and like her wanting to keep her private, her pregnant private because of pregnancy private. Because of like people and people like Aunt Her mentions like, um, yeah, why would you stay with him? Why would you let him get you pregnant? You first of all, I didn't even know she was twenty five. I really thought she was older than I that. really thought. It's it be surprising hell. I mean, literally, it, like what you're not even saying words. I said surprising. You sound like a Missy Elliott hook. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but. It surprises the hell out of me that literally, like, Cardi, even Chance is literally, like, our age. It really throws me off. Yeah, but it's crazy because it's just, like, everybody is obsessed with knowing her business. Like, every single aspect of her life. So, I mean, I get I get why she uh, named her album Invasion of Privacy. I, I'm just going to keep giving her props because that album slapped. Especially in my new car. Got that music. Turn all the way up and that beat baseline drop. Man, people probably be looking over like, damn, what's she listening to? But I mean, just shout out to Cardi. Keep prospering, sis. Nikki, get over that bitter bitch syndrome because we want you to prosper too, but only if you're not a hating asshole. Pretty much. So, yeah, moving on. Uh, So, shout to my man Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Shout out to Tristan For real, Christian. Did you just say shout out to him and cheer him on? Yes. For pretty much being boy of the week. You are trash. I'm not. Let me tell you something. Why would you cheer for that? So you trying to tell me when I get pregnant... I ain't and I, all of that. I ain't okay, so why you clapping for this? Because it's a Kardashian. We don't rock so, with them. It don't matter. We don't rock with them. No, I don't rock with them. It don't matter, babe. They're stealing your swagger. As I, a black under, I woman. understand that, she but I still you, don't wish. I still and she doesn't love you. I still don't wish that she on wants your lips. anybody. She wants your eyes. She wants your titties. She wants your hips, and listen. then tries to sell it to white people as a tank. Listen, I still don't wish that on anybody. I will say shout out to Chris Jenner because she gonna be getting checks for oh hell yeah shoot <laughs> what makes this even more comical okay so if you don't know yeah, Tristan Thompson pretty much <laughs> so I guess yeah early yeah earlier this week yeah Monday yeah this past Monday literally Tristan Thompson uh lots of videos and everything popped up out of nowhere of him cheating on Chloe lots of stuff literally clips and everything. The sad thing, the only sad part is that it was like three days before she gave birth to their child. But we gotta remember, this is the same Tristan Thompson that left uh, his ex girlfriend, exactly. yeah, his 
first baby mama, mm-hmm. Chloe. Mm-hmm. And literally, exactly a year, year and a half later. No, exactly a year or two years later, she's in the same boat. That's why I hope the Cavs lose. They already lost tonight. Mm-hmm. But he didn't play because mm-hmm. he's a distraction right now. So, so yeah. So, honestly, yeah. Shout out to Trish Thompson for attempting to beat the uh, Kardashian curse. But I respect LeBron for trying to help. I'm sick of me and being trash, honestly. I'm sick of y'all. You want to write a blog about it? You want to get on Facebook every day and just sit there and talk about trash? I started a wall of bricks. That does it every day? I'm sick of y'all being trash. Yeah, I'm sick of it too, but I'm glad I'm not trash. No, you ain't sick of it because you just sat here and clapped and talked about shout out to him with this big Chuck E. Cheese ass grin on your face. <laughs> oh, man. But overall. You need to name this episode Christian as a boy and applauds all boy behavior. No, I'm still calling it I'm Falling Them Grave is a Chicago song. That's the name of this episode. And I'm sticking to it. So I stay consistent. But. On the real though, like that's trash. Is yeah, it is. He's trash. As a and basketball he, player, yes, and he I is. hope. Babe, no, 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 we don't do that. But as an athlete, I don't approve. As a athlete and former athlete, as I don't a approve. Woman, I don't approve of his behavior. Okay, you don't wish injury upon nobody. You just wish him to just have a continue to be a trash basketball player. Nah. But ACL injuries, no, I'm, I'm gonna have to censor that out too. Cause, oh, really? Cause you I gonna censor that? Cause that's a I don't wish that upon nobody, and like I don't need that type of bad publicity because I will whip somebody's ass. In. But you cheer him on for cheating on his fiance while she pregnant with his ugly ass baby. Kardashian, that's the main excuse. Kardashian, nah. I'm fine with that. So I can't say I want but you can cheer and applaud and be happy and say, hey, my man's just what I'm talking about. You could do that. Because she's a Kardashian. No. I slandered him when he cheated on his black girlfriend. He trash. Yes. Fine. Fine. I heard he hope I hope he hurts his big toe. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. And he got a waddle everywhere he go. He actually runs like he waddles. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you a highlight film of him running. You think his toe does hurt? <laughs> but I just want to punch him in his throat. I'm sick of y'all being trash. But yeah. But overall, I Chris Jenner's about to make hella bread off. Yeah, this. she gonna be making checks forever. She got a whole new generation of of Kardashians. Three of her daughters just had babies. Yep. She got she. Checks forever, bro. Yeah, three kids. Yeah, Kim got three. Yeah, this Kim just one. had Chicago oh, and Saints. Um, Kylie has Stormy, and now Chloe got. I don't, this I don't one. think they ever announced the name of Chloe's baby, but I didn't even know that Nick, that uh, Travis Scott kid was even called Stormy. Stormy, yeah, that kind of pisses me off. Stormy Webster. 
That's Travis Scott's last name. Webster, yeah. So I call that nigga Webster. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that nigga Webster out, man. You heard, you heard Webster's uh, Ghost Rider <laughs> uh, for Kanye? He wrote for Kanye? So Stormy, Chicago, Saint. And North. North, yep. It's a way I could play with those names. That's what I was saying. a nice phrase. But yeah, she's about to, Gee, she's, she's going to get a... It's going to be a kids' TV show, so... Yeah! It's going to be a legit a she, kids' TV yes. show. Yes! So. It's going to be fucked up. Yes, she... Chris is getting checks forever. She is. Like, I don't think... Gee, she is. Respect. That's the only one who's winning out of all of this is Chris Jr. I ain't mad at it. And I, I, I respect the hustle. Like, I, I can't see it. myself pipping my kids like that. And even having sex okay. with OJ Simpson. But <laughs> at the same time, hey, hey, go crazy, folk. Go crazy, folk. That's all I can really say. Go crazy. So, I definitely want to talk about this. This is a little bit old, but I need to give another clap to my man's Tyrone. Shout out to my man's Tyrone. <laughs> so, Tyrone could be any black man who's probably listening to this the right now. The ultimate finesse. But he is legit the finesse. I said <sighs> you better call Tyrone. Like, he is the finesse god, G. Like, and one thing I like is the fact that this man, well, I don't like it but for because he did it to black people, but he did it so smooth where you got to respect it, G. He did it so smooth where it took so long for them to catch him. So Tell what the t- story, baby. So Tyrone. Who is, who is Tyrone? So this Tyrone lives up to the name. And tell him, come on, help you get your shit. Yeah, Tyrone owes a lot of uh, Howard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Howard, kids, alumni, current, present, students, even me some money. Talk about even me. <laughs> so I don't me even too. Go, I don't even go, but he owe me, he owe me a decent check. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so Tyrone, he works at, he worked. He worked at the uh, Howard University Financial Aid Office. Howard University is an HBCU. Respect, one of the more well-known ones. So, so Howard went on and found ways to finesse his way into almost five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Five stacks, five hundred stacks, five hundred G's of financial aid money. So. <laughs> That pretty much he he didn't he wasn't satisfied with just not just paying his stuff. That's what I'm saying. Stuff bro. off. He wanted he, he wanted to live life to the fullest. He wanted boots. That man got his 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 Chelsea boot game has to rival my man's Pavy. Mm-hmm. Respect to Pavy. Shout out to you, bro. Keep doing your thing. Hurry up and drop new music. Uh, but his Chelsea boot game rivals my man's Pavy. It made me want to get a collection of Chelsea boots. But I, my jeans are not tight enough for it no, to work. No, they're not. So, and that means I need to lose weight. But. Whenever you're ready, babe, say the word and yeah. I'll start buying you some. <laughs> I do want the boots, but I just got to find a way to make it work. Yeah, but anyway, you got to buy new pants. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need more tapered fit pants. Yep. But, um, but man, shout out to my man. G. He. He out here living his best life finesse. I'm living my best like, life. Like he kinda brings a lot of Chicago car scammers to shame. Off the mm-hmm. off the sole fact. Off the sole fact that this man literally five hundred thousand dollars, bro, that's crazy. He was going on trips. 
he seemed like he had a professional photographer with him yes, everywhere, everywhere he, he went. went. <laughs> everywhere he went. He it was pro photos, G. Could you imagine if I had money to have Chelsea just take photos of hey, us? No matter what. Shout out what? to Chelsea, man. Shout out to Chelsea for doing our all our little professional photos. But could you imagine if I was able to have Chelsea do photos for us twenty four? Well, not twenty four seven, but like all during during the out, day, man. You know how lit that would be. But the crazier thing is, like, after he got caught, how did he get caught? I think they just started doing it. They just started looking at records. Like, eventually, like, I don't, like, you just, eventually you just sit there and realize, like, okay. Like, you're looking at his, like, you'll probably look at his Instagram and be like, yo, how the hell is he living his mm-hmm. life? Like, he's li- he, like, he was traveling. Nigga had furs. Yes, he did. He had furs, not like, not like them safari type furs, but literally, that nigga had furs. That nigga had a Range Rover. His boot game was on point, and all your photos are professional. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a man. He, he's not a woman, so literally, like, so that kind of throws off like the professionality of it. Because literally, you know, women could get away with having. Well, most women on Instagram could get away with having all their photos being professional. Excuse me. You, they could get away with that as a man. If you're not a rapper or something like that, or just like famous, it don't make no sense. So he kind of threw his own game out. Like literally, I could tell somebody's a it's a somebody's a scammer just off how their Instagram looks. Too. As a man, I'm sorry. The crazy thing is, after he got caught, now he's suing them for exposing him for he want, <laughs> exposing him. Like he 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 was ready. My man was ready. I can't even be mad. This is at literally that, like honestly. this is the top two Tyrone of all time. He's brought. Who's the, the other one? The other one is the big swole dude named, hey, I'm Tyrone, I'm your wife, and he uh, pushes somebody, and then, yeah, and they anyway. test gangsta. Anyway. And then the Howard students were outside the financial office. All right, hold on. Me. Let me get this out the way. But I'm sorry. Howard students, G. What the hell is swag surfing in front of the financial hey. aid office is going to do? I mean, hey. Y'all not graduating. What? Not right now. I'm, I'm in, but like y'all are not in the middle of a graduation. What the hell is swag surfing gonna do? And then y'all let the janitors in. The janitors knew what the hell was going on. I'm pretty sure the janitors was like, "Yo, hey, yo, Tyrone, throw me a little hush money." Tyrone like threw it at him. Mm-hmm. Went on to feed, get groceries for his family. Shoot, knocked off a couple of bills. Falling know the janitor probably got a decent car. <laughs> But literally, like, I get it. You're angry and frustrated. But let me be a Howard student. And I would have had a Huey Huey Freeman moment. I'm like, you niggas need to sit y'all asses down. Well, not sit y'all asses down. But you niggas need to stop dancing around and literally get straight to business. They're literally looking at us like, oh, yeah, you niggas just wanted a reason to swag surf. It looks like. That's my first assumption. Listen. And these are other black people. These are more mature niggas, adult niggas. So literally, they know, oh, they're like, they're going to, they probably knew they're going to stand in front of this building and swag surf. And they did that. Listen. It's something special. About the swag surf. Yes. It's something special. I don't see Green Ray out here swag something spe- <laughs> Because he's too busy in his blue vest. It's something special <laughs> that brings black people together in the swag surf. Did you see Baychella last night? Yes. Did you see her and her entire stage? 
her and her entire band swag surfing. Yes. It's something that happens in your spirit, in your soul, when you come together with other like-minded blacks and you all swag surf. It may not solve your problem, but it lets you know that you're not alone. Swag surfing is an integral part of the culture, an integral part of blackness. And I cannot fault them for, because what else can they do? What They can't do nothing else, so they might as well just celebrate the culture. But still let them know that all my shit better be together while he out here siphoning and stealing close to $500,000 from y'all. All I better say is my refund checks better still come on time. So I understand them all like, you know what, instead of protesting and being angry and throwing shit, we going to stand in this office and we going to say better have my money and we gonna swag surf because there is solidarity in blackness. I guess. <laughs> All I know is I would have been Huey Freeman and been like, "Why the fuck are you niggas dancing?" Of course, Just like no, Kelly, no, you wouldn't have. Like when, no, you wouldn't have because your black ass would have been right there with them. Not when it comes to my money. You would have been right there with them, Bayswags. I know you. You would have been right there with them. Not when it comes to my money. Yes, you would have. I would have been triggered. They triggered too, hell. But you would have been right there with them, shucking and jiving. So you're saying I would have been Riley and not Huey? Yep. Shucking and jiving and picking your hair. <laughs> <laughs> like the Chicago nigga that you are. <laughs> I guess, but. All I know is I wouldn't. I know what well, me when it comes to my money, I ain't swag surfing in front of shit. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you now, are. Now, if March Madness playing in the background, that'd be a whole different story. I'd probably be shucking in the Yes, you would. If Bad and Bougie was playing in the background, I'd be shucking and jive. But I wouldn't be shucking and jiving when it comes to my money. So, unless those two songs are playing in the background. <laughs> but. As sad as that is, um, shout out to my man's Tyrone. Whatever, hopefully you bro. get that. Hopefully you win your lawsuit because that just finesse sealed the deal on your finesse. Yeah. So I don't know, but I just want to go first because um, I didn't have a goofy Facebook friend for this episode, so I just want to issue a couple of fus to a couple of people. Okay. First person I want to issue a FU to is to F-A-B-O. I don't remember how to spell the rest of it. <laughs> Fabulous. Let me just issue the biggest FU to you. Because you know what? I try to stay away from videos of, you know, domestic. any any domestic type incidents. I try to stay away from those videos. But I was scrolling down my Twitter time. Like, I had already, like, read the story, um, like, when I was scrolling down Instagram. Because I didn't realize they were talking about Fabulous at first. But 
I had already read it when like he ran up in the house and daddy had to like take the guns out, which is already effed up in itself because if your man is mad at you and you call your daddy and his first instinct is to come to your crib and remove the guns, that's how you know that that nigga is, is screwed up in the head. Because if your daddy like, oh shoot, okay, let me go get these guns out the crib. That means your nigga is effed up. But then as I'm scrolling down Twitter one day, I see like the video and I'm just like, this, this is real effed up. And so, you know what? I ain't going to dive too deep into it, but I'm going to just say a big F you to fabulous. My second F you is going to Sabrina Claudio. I'm tired of people, especially non-black people using black women as their punching bags. And then when you get found out, now you want to issue some bullshit apology. Sabrina Cla- Cla- wow, I can't talk tonight. Sabrina Claudio is uh I think she's like white and Hispanic and um she's this artist or whatever. I did like one of her songs, but now I don't. But like some of her old tweets came up and she was basically slandering black women. Then it was found out that she had created a whole nother Twitter page separate from her own personal one that was specifically targeted at slandering black women. I'm tired of you people choosing black women as your punching bags. But then when black women embrace you as the loving creatures that we are, now you want to be her. Oh my God, I love you so much. No, I'm sick of y'all loving our culture, but not loving us. Let me tell you something. If you don't have nothing nice to say about us, stay the fuck away from us. We don't need to buy your music because we got plenty of our own artists that we could be out here supporting. But what do we do? Because we're all loving and nurturing and you know, we love bringing everybody into the fold. We support you until you show your ugly and your true self. So you know what? A big F you to Sabrina, whatever the hell your name is, a big F you to you. And I hope that your music sales start to decline and you go back to, into oblivion before you started popping off because you don't deserve any support or acknowledgement because you're an ugly human being and you don't deserve any of the goodness of this world. <laughs> you can't just go silent like that, baby. People can't see your face. I know. <laughs> But uh, respect. <laughs> um, um, you told no lies. I'm in full on agreement. So yeah, um, that was Kenny's version of take a seat today. Um, I necessarily didn't really have a take a seat, but this is still a take your average Chris J take a seat. So my take a seat goes to New York card card scammers. Oh, I believe this was New York. It had to be New York. So. I'm on Vice. I'm uh I'm on Twitter, scrolling the other day. Talked to my homeboys in the uh PlayStation party uh party chat, and um, so I come across this video, and it is of niggas on Vice, Vice TV, Viceland, whatever it wants to be referred to, and it's niggas 
exposing how the card scamming game works. Now, me myself, I am all against card scamming because you're taking money from innocent, hardworking people. Yes, us hard, innocent, us hardworking, innocent people can just call Chase, Bank of America, whatever our bank is, be like, I did not do this. This is some BS. Please remove this off my account, please, and give my money back ASAP, truly. Thank you, because I have rent to pay. But still, that's effort that we need to go through for ourselves. That is effort and, and all of that. So, but these dumb, this dumb nigga went on Vice and broke down the whole game. Like, he broke down the whole game. And I don't think black people get it yet that Vice is the feds. Black people do not understand that Vice and DJ Vlad is the feds. That they are definitely the feds. And I refuse to sit here and believe that this dude willingly went on camera. Yes, your voice is blurred out. You're wearing a, a fake-ass crip scarf. And your voice is uh, deepened and all of that. Uh, just so we don't know who you your identity is. And, but you're literally breaking down the whole game and you're snitching, G. And, like, literally, you acting like as if the feds could easily just watch the video and be like, ooh, thank you. Now, hey, yo, Vice, hand over that, um, hand over the original, uh, the, the raw footage, the raw audio and everything. And, and the feds will throw Vice that beautiful check and be like, here you go. Thank you so much. And hand it over to the feds. And next thing you know, you're in club, you're in federal prison. Getting raped by a man named Fleece Johns. Mm. Or a Fleece-like person. Like, nobody wants to meet Fleece. That man's strong, I heard. And he's a warrior. A warrior for booty. <laughs> you don't want to get raped for, uh, you don't want to get raped in prison because you want, because you decide to be a snitch and also just sit there and expose the car scamming game. Literally, come on, man. That's why I feel like Chicago car crackers are very smart. There's a lot of dumb ones. Who are a little too vocal about it. But at the same time, I don't see them going on Facebook Live breaking down the whole game. If it is, I'm glad I I don't I never seen it come across my Facebook timeline or Instagram. Thank you. Like I know y'all do it, and I know it's done here in Chicago. It's very he- prevalent in Chicago. But this motherfucker from New York really broke down the whole game. And then in the video, you see notable Facebook personality. I mean, not well. Well, social media personalities like that big, that fat, that fat boy guy who always be in the videos yelling and throwing cookies at subway people. That guy, he was in a video. Now you get him associated with the bullshit. I'm pretty sure he don't do that. And then was some dumb rapper who sat there and said like, who literally exposed himself to. I'm like, bro, are you are you people not thinking? So yeah, shout out to show yeah, New York car scammers, take a seat and. Hopefully that seat is not in club fed, federal prison, in a holding cell, and there's a man like Fleece Johnson. It's gonna get up in that butt, cause you're dumb. So that is all. <laughs> um, I have one more F you. As many of you should be aware, Baychella occurred last night. If you're unfamiliar with what Baychella is, it's Coachella. However, Beyonce was asked to perform 
And not only did she perform on that stage, but she dominated. She took over that shit and she made it her bitch. So Coachella has been affectionately renamed Baychella. Baychella, Beachella, whatever the hell, B-E-Y-C-H-E-L-L-A, okay? Beachella, does that make you feel better? Yeah, it just sounds better. Christian, I just want to give a big F you to people that still continue to hate, despite all of us being able to witness the performance, whether you were there, whether you watched it live on YouTube, or whether, like me, you couldn't make it to stay up and you were able to watch the entire performance the next day, which is today. Thank God that I was able to witness such a performance because from the very, very beginning, she captured my attention and then she snatched me up and she said, you remember, you remember that you are a black woman and that you are strong and that you are the most amazing, delicate, just strong, perfect being on this earth and they need you. And when they invite you somewhere, you accept that invitation and you take over. That's what Beyonce told me. And she told that to me personally. And despite that, because she had a different message for everybody, to the whites, she said, hey, I am black woman, hear me roar. (laughs) (laughs) And y'all might have kept the door closed before. But I am the first black woman to perform on a Coachella stage. And this is what happens. She told those whites that black women are amazing. And she came for all their scalps. And Blue Ivy collected the scalps and are feeding them to Sir and Rumi. But yet... So that when they get older and fully develop into their talents, they can snatch scalps too. They're like baby vampires. But they're like scalpers. (laughs) (laughs) But the point remains that despite everybody being a witness to the performance, there are still People that try to discredit Beyonce. And I say no more. I've been a passive Beyonce fan. Last year I entered into the Beehive after going to the concert. Was that last year? Yes. No, it was the year before that. Cause, no, it wasn't because I wasn't married yet. I wasn't engaged yet. I'm positive. I entered into the Beehive in 2016. You were engaged. I got engaged in June. Hey, stop interrupting me. But now, after that performance, I mailed in my check 
to say, I will begin to stand. I paid my tithes and I will stand for Beyonce. And I will say no more will you whores disrespect her because she is the greatest performer alive, alive. Okay. So stop disrespecting her and start taking notes because maybe if you stop with all that Hayden shit, you could actually learn something, Nikki. And that is all. <laughs> so, um, I guess that's all we got for today. Um, so yeah, um, shout out to all those listening. This is once again was episode nineteen of No Chilling the Podcast. Um, yeah, that that rant really caught me off guard. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is your boy Chris J. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, be on the lookout. No Chill Media will be a team. We are working on teams. Um, definitely be on the lookout. Probably definitely this summer. That's my time frame for. The full launch of No Chill Media this summer. So, yeah, this your boy Chris J. It's your girl Kenny G. Peace. Peace and love, y'all. Woo! On phone and grid.